The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello again. This is Dr. Stephen Farmer. And thank you for joining me once again on Healing for Your Soul. I trust that the information today will be valuable for you and hopefully very practical as well. And that information is about gratitude. Gratitude is a type of vibration or frequency that we can experience in our bodies. There's a whole slew of studies about vibrational medicine, energy medicine, etc., and vibrational frequencies that can occur as a result of certain emotions. We intuitively know this too. When we feel, um, when we feel down or depressed or sad, uh, it really feels like an entirely different vibration <laughs> than let's say gratitude or appreciation, love, serenity, peacefulness, etc. Uh, it carries a whole different energy and often that's how we speak of it as energy. You are a living energy field. Your body is composed of energy producing particles, each of which is in constant motion. Like everything else in the universe, you are vibrating and creating energy. This field of vibrational medicine, also known as energy medicine, looks to use the vibrational energy generated by and around your body to optimize your health. There's one interesting fact that uh, came through. Greg Braden talks about this in one of his books about the HeartMath Institute, who has done some measurements of the electromagnetic energy of both the brain and the heart. And as it turns out, the heart actually emits 60 times more electrical energy than the brain. (laughs) And get this, the heart expresses 5,000 times more magnetic energy than the brain. The studies from HeartMath Institute suggest that this field goes out about eight feet, although I suspect that it can go out even further, or it perhaps can even contract. If you do a search on this, and I did a considerable amount of searching about the energy of or the vibrational frequency of these various emotions and uh, there is very distinct sensations in the body with these various emotions and think about it 
Think about that feeling of hopelessness or sadness, grief, fear, etc. It really kind of puts us into a lower vibrational state. And then if we continue to allow ourselves or move that, that energy, so to speak, into, a, let's say, a higher vibration, then we come to things like satisfaction, power, love, appreciation, compassion, and again, back to gratitude. I noticed on several charts that I looked at that uh, quite a few of them indicated that gratitude actually was a higher vibration than love, just slightly higher. Now, that's arguable. It's not hard science or anything like that, but it does make a certain amount of intuitive sense, doesn't it? Think about it. How do you feel when you experience that appreciation from someone else? Someone's just simply saying, I appreciate you. And just whenever you, whenever you get that sort of thank you or appreciation, which by the way, appreciation has a little bit more, uh, a different kind of quality than thank you. Thank you and thanks are great. However, appreciation when expressed, I think, actually creates a complementary response that is actually greater than just thank you. A lot of times I know I, I do the same. It's like I'll say thank you and I don't have a real feeling or emotion attached to it. I, and I am appreciative. But I just, the words are not as powerful as saying something like, hey, I really appreciate you. Or an action. I really appreciate what you've done for me. So let's take a look at some of these charts and see what we can glean from them in terms of, in terms of what's being said here. Um, and again, there's nothing uh, hard science about this, but intuitively, I think we can certainly appreciate that, <laughs> that hopelessness, that feeling of hopelessness, resignation, etc., really puts us in a lower vibration than even something like just a contentment or satisfaction. So let's take a look at some of these. Okay, at the bottom, uh, the bottom of the scale, um, are things like, and I'm going to name just a few of these, shame, apathy, helplessness, powerlessness, hopelessness, sadness, grief, fear, guilt, anger. And then we move into sort of a mid-range here where it's not strongly one way or the other, but nonetheless it's moving us into a higher state of vibration. Uh, surprise, glee, acceptance, really neutral, but acceptance or surrender, contentment, self-esteem or dignity, and then a sense of power or strength, discovery, new, finding new things, challenges that you meet and overcome, satisfaction. And then from there, we move into the areas that we would like to operate from much of the time. I certainly would. And these are things like love, trust, appreciation, gratitude, <laughs> generosity, and onward to compassion, empathy, joy, enthusiasm, serenity, peace, well-being. These are just uh, some ideas about how these various emotional experiences have that certain vibratory 
quality or characteristic. And again, I found it uh, striking that um, in some of these charts I looked at that really uh, gratitude was actually just slightly different vibration, a little bit higher vibration than love. So what I'd like you to do is just take a few moments right now to think about what you're grateful for, what you um, are thankful for, what you appreciate about your experience of life. And I would suggest you start with your breath, um, breathing or doing breath work of some sort. And there's a few different styles that you can practice, but one is just a nice, slow, deep breath, you know, like intake and exhale, intake and exhale. It's so often that when we are um, stressed or worried or whatever, notice this, please be aware of this, that when you are feeling those kind of emotions, those kind of states, what'll happen is your breath is either A, it stops, or B, it's very, very shallow. So I want you to start practicing when you become aware of that shallow breathing or holding your breath in some way is, um, there's a phrase that comes to mind, catch your breath, you know, catch it. In other words, take a nice deep breath and then exhale. There's a few different patterns like that. I'll tell you one of my favorites and uh, I'll let you have at it if you'd like to try it to uh, help kind of return you to a state of presence, you know, being fully present in the moment. And that is something called a four, seven, eight type of breath. And what that is, is that you breathe in for a count of four, two, three, four, breathe, hold your breath for a count of seven, four, five, six, seven, and then exhale slowly to a count of eight. And I want you to repeat that, oh, maybe three or four times. In other words, maybe four to six times altogether. And see how you feel. See what changes for you take place there. And again, it's very simple just to take a slow, deep breath. There's another type of breath work I encourage you to uh, try, which is called holotropic breath work. Now, that's a whole deal. That's a three-hour process. But go ahead and look it up and see if there are practitioners nearby. I know on the East Coast, and she does travel, travel is Linda Starwolf does something called shamanic breath work, and I participated in that. And I'll tell you, she does a good job, and it's, it's a great course. But let's keep it very, very simple. Again, slow, deep breathing, that's a really good way to start. Meditation is a good practice, too, and I think often meditation that includes the breath where you're breathing in a steady, consistent manner um, what this can help you with is it can help you feel more comfortable and in, in your body. It can help you relax. It helps you um, manage your emotions. I don't want to say control, but manage your emotions, emotions and also uh, put you in a state of well-being. Um, research about meditation has shown that it does change your blood pressure. Uh, it also reduces your sensitivity to pain, so you don't hurt as much, and it certainly can affect your mood. Uh, there is some studies that suggest that vibrational energy, uh, such as in meditation, can help with the symptoms of um, IBS, insomnia, anxiety, depression. Now, 
taking time to notice and appreciate those good things in your life. It's often a, it's a great way to raise your vibration, so to speak. I keep thinking of the Beach Boys song. <laughs> Gotta get those good vibrations. You know, that's a great one. And uh, that would be a good song to play to help remind you of this as well. But it does uh, lower stress. That's one of the big ones right now. And oh, God knows that we're in a situation in the world or situations more accurately in this world where it's very, very easy to get stressed and to stay stressed, to stay in that uh, activated state, you know, where you feel really hyper and on alert a lot. And there's just so much going on around us that contributes to that. Um, it's also when you are actively and consciously expressing your gratitude. I mean, small things, you know, just small things. Thank you. I appreciate that. And mean it. That as you practice gratitude on a regular basis, it makes you want to participate in life more. And you feel like you've got some tools with the breath to be able to um, defer or um, calm down some of the stress levels that have been operating. Um, and just overall, it just enhances your general well-being. Another one is generosity. It's considered to be, um, to raise your vibrational energy because it's a, a, a favorable behavior in society. Uh, generosity could help you live longer. A 2013 study found that generosity may prolong your life by shielding you from the harmful effects of stress. One of the best ways, I think, is to get out in nature uh, to raise your vibrational energy. Get out in nature as often as you can. Uh, exposing yourself to natural sound, uh, natural light, green spaces, walking in the forest, walking out your backyard, sitting by a tree, hugging a tree, uh, breathing in the air, taking those nice deep breaths outside. I know that one of my favorite things, I've got two dogs, I've got an eight and a half year old yellow lab uh, named Samson and a two and a half year old silver lab, although I think he's more gray than silver, but scout. And I take him out walking and often I take them out after dark, you know, after the sun has set. And I must say, I've had so many experiences where I've just stopped, paused, looked up at the sky, looked at the trees, you know, felt, uh, took my shoes off, felt the grass under my feet. And uh, standing on the ground of our mother, uh, Earth Mother, and looking up at the stars or you know, on a moon, uh, full moon night, enjoying the moonlight, etc. Taking a few slow, deep breaths and just feeling spectacular. And, and then walking a little bit slower. Those are the kind of things I think are really important. <clears throat> Get outdoors. Do what you might call a nature immersion. What that means is get out to where you're quite a ways away from traffic and city noise and such like that, if at all possible. And I like to see you do it about once a month if you can arrange to do that. Um, you don't need to go camping if you don't like camping or anything like that, but definitely get outdoors. That's, that's I think, a real, uh, very important for uh, moving that, that uh, frequency to a higher level. 
we're not, it's not about striving, you know, for um, peace, joy, etc. It's about moving stuff out of the way so that you can allow it and then encouraging the uh, heightening of your vibration, your frequency of emotions uh, by um, doing these kind of things like getting outside, diet, yeah, don't eat the heavy foods, eat the lighter foods. You've all heard all the ones, uh, green leafy green vegetables, fruits, uh, minimally processed grains, spring water, herbal teas, etc. And um, by doing this, it, it has been found to lower stress, lower blood pressure, reduce your fatigue, reduce your cortisol levels, and just might even lower your risk of cardiovascular and respiratory diseases. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another one I want to put a bid in for you to check out is, if you're not already doing this, is yoga. Yoga um, brings together the mind-body benefits of breathing, meditation, as well as rhythmic type of movement. Uh, there's not a whole lot of research that's done to measure the effects of yoga on your, uh, particularly on your vibrational energy, but uh, quite a few studies show that regularly practicing rhythmic yoga poses increases, get this, increases the size, function, and connectivity of brain structures devoted to your cognitive abilities. I don't care what age you are. I don't care if you're, <laughs> I've seen children doing yoga. I know they come to classes with their parents. Uh, I've seen people that are probably in well into their 80s doing yoga. It doesn't matter how bendy you are. That's not the point and especially finding a, the right instructor or instructors that incorporate the breath, I think is extremely important as well. Breath, meditation, and then the movements themselves. It has been shown, yoga has been shown to improve your blood sugar levels and also helps recover you from your muscle and bone problems like injuries and such. Cardiovascular health, it helps that. And this is really important these days, helps alleviate the symptoms of anxiety and depression. 
And there's an inordinate amount of that going on these days uh, with the changes that are going on the planet, uh, all of the social media that just throws the news at us about whatever bad things are happening in the world. It's also about relationships too, you know, to really have that kind of social support and social interaction. That's really, really critical. And since I bring, uh, since I brought that up, uh, what comes to mind is there's a lot of new information that's come out about the nervous system in the last few years, last couple decades. Stephen Porges, P-O-R-G-E-S, has come up with a different model for the nervous system that really seems to be taking hold. And he's calling it the polyvagal nervous system or the vagus nerve that splits into two. And uh, the nerves that come from the cranium uh, can determine which ones are off and on, will determine whether you're in a, an open state or you're closed down. And also whatever's happening with the spinal nerves, which are more the activating ones, the, the ones that trigger the instinct, that uh, get us ready. And sometimes these get all convoluted. So um, I'm going to suggest that you look up Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E, and Porges, and also look up Stanley Rosenberg, he has come out with an exceptional book, one of my favorites, and I'm really studying it quite a bit here lately and listening to it and watching YouTube videos. It's called Accessing the Healing Power of the Vagus Nerve. So let me suggest that because there's some good exercises in there that really help, um, help us a, a lot to uh, raise our vibration, you know, as, as we've been talking about. Um, what else could I tell you about that? Well, yoga, yeah, the takeaway. Okay, from all of this, what, what can I say? Well, let's sum it up here. Uh, again, the molecules in the body vibrate at um, certain, um, certain frequencies. And depending on the frequency of the vibration, it can affect your health and sense of well-being. Uh, the practices to incorporate, if you're not already doing this, are deep breathing. Again, it could be just nice, full, deep breathing. It could be the four, seven, eight breath. Meditation is something that is helpful. Yoga. And all of these might have a really good chance of boosting your vibrational energy. Other things are getting outside, you know, immersing yourself in nature. Also, eat a good diet. Have, you know healthy relationships, and most importantly, practicing gratitude and generosity uh, right at the top of the list. I know that we talk about, you know, love is the, is the key, and I do believe that. I, I really feel that love is the key. But I got to tell you, there's a different key that I think is, um, frankly, even more critical, and that's the key of appreciation, gratitude, generosity, being willing to help others. Uh, th these are the kind of keys, I think, that help us really manage our emotions that much more effectively. Sometimes they can get away from us, uh, so to speak. Sometimes we may find, our, find ourselves in uh, sort of a withdrawn, depressed state. And I'm not guaranteeing you're saying that gratitude by itself is going to do it, but it certainly is going to help. So start with your breath. I'm grateful for my breath. I'm grateful for my heartbeat. I'm grateful for the people in my life. 
I'm grateful that I have hands and fingers. I am grateful that I have both my legs. I'm grateful that um, I have enough money to buy coffee in the morning. You know, simple things like that. Don't overcomplicate it, gang. You know, think of the simple things in your life. That's what you're grateful for. And then let's take it on the road, so to speak. Express your gratitude, your appreciation, your thanks as often and as much as you possibly can. I dare you. I'm laying down the gauntlet. I want you to do that. Try that for three weeks every day, 21 days. Set a goal if you want, if you want to count a certain number of uh, expressions. But more importantly, keep that in your consciousness each and every day. Even if you don't feel like it all the time. Because by expressing that gratitude, holding that in your heart, and again, um, the magnetic energy is 5,000 times more than the brain. The electric energy is 60 times more than that of the brain in the heart. Uh, it, it helps alleviate some of the stress that's, that's going around. You know, I don't know how to say it. It's almost like contagious in some way. But it's going to help not just alleviate that, but help you manage some of the emotions that will um, surface in your body. It really will. And you don't have to believe me. I always say, I often say, don't believe me and don't disbelieve me. You be the scientist. You go try this out. Experiment with it and see what happens. Uh, God bless you. And I'm so thankful. I'm very grateful to be able to offer this to you. And I trust that it'll be encouraging you to uh, try that three-week trial, 21 days. Somebody once said to me years ago, it takes 21 days to change a habit. And then record in your journal each day a little bit about what your experience was the previous day and what you want to look for in the coming day. So go out, be good people, good humans. Say hello to all. So say hello to all the animals. Get out in nature. Do some breathing, some deep breathing. Meditate, and uh, if you're so inclined to do so, do a little bit of yoga. Give it a shot. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.